0: Oh, babies. This is a salmon shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: salmon shirt. He knew it right off the uh-huh. fucking. Didn't even give a thanks, uh-uh, Irene. Uh-uh, he knew uh-uh. exactly what he was walking himself into. <laughs> God,
2: okay. Vacation.
1: Queen He's Peach a... over here is getting loose uh, already. Uh, <laughs> Bill, uh, I don't. I don't remember what you guys sent for. Oh, I know what Bill's is. I don't know what Ray's opening take is. So, uh, Bill. My, why don't you start us off with the Simple Mind Sports Show uh, opening takes? Why don't you give us uh, your opening take to start us off with Friday head- headlines? Perfect.
0: Just what I thought the Red, uh, Red Sox ownership couldn't get any fucking more dumb. <laughs> they go ahead and buy the Pittsburgh Penguins. Wolf. All right. Say goodbye to big spending Red Sox. They're done. This is completely bad for Red Sox as fans because they brought uh Heim Bloom in for a reason to run the fucking Red Sox like the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Sorry, the Tampa Bay Rays. This I is exactly. the new this is the new norm. The Garrett Richards, the fucking dollar store signings that they hit. Hope you hit on one. I guess two, you hit on Kiki and Renfro. Right. I mean, that's the new norm for the Red Sox. It's bad fucking news. John Henry does not care about winning. He's all about making money now. I fucking want this cunt to sell the team. I hate this guy. I fucking hate him. All right. I'm, I'm done.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely get in, uh, into more of that. There are a lot of ramifications uh, for John Henry buying the Pittsburgh Penguins. Of course, the owner of the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox.
0: I'm the Jacobs. I'm bullshit.
1: how's that that bullshit it's an it's an interesting dynamic for sure uh that's how we're going to start off the show today but uh before we get there ray uh the mystery take of the day why don't you why don't you go ahead
2: Well, mine was Bill's, but I didn't see him because he had like a paragraph. So I apologize, but uh, it's an opening take. It's supposed to be
0: a minute. That was a minute, a paragraph, a minute, boom, done. Well, it took me
2: 20 minutes to read it. But anyways, uh, mine is that they just did the uh, MVPs for the NLAL. I don't like to toot my own horn, but Bryce Harper won for the NL. But how is baseball when you have two losing teams that didn't make the playoffs win MVP honors? I hate it when Alex Rodriguez did it with the uh, Texas Rangers all the time, football super bowl contender you win an mvp nba super uh nba championship contender you win an mvp baseball you can shit be shit and you can win an mvp and i just fucking hate baseball that's why it's dying dying sport
0: yeah that a little weird too because there was no like you know breakout starting to to, to, to there you know i mean you look at the guys that were on winning teams i mean st louis won 19 games in a row who would be mvp on that team Nobody. You know, o- Otani, yeah, he probably should have got it. I mean, he was a monster as he a pitcher it, yeah. and a hitter. So, I mean, You've it seen it. you've seen Mike. Yeah, you've seen Mike Trout win a year. What's he won? Three to four MVPs now on a bad Again, team. He's never we'll made a playoffs into it. Uh
1: we'll get into the uh the league, the CBA, their uh r- the owner's uh proposal to basically get rid of arbitration, just play pairs per their war at six years or whatever. We can get into all of that. I'm just very impressed that Ray brought a baseball opening take, just you know. Well done, Raymond. Uh, I'll take a basketball opening take. I have decided to uh, put zero. My uh, expectations of the Boston Celtics are at a flat line, absolute zero. And I got to tell you, after one game of having this experience, it's it's a much better experience watching this team. They lost to the to the um, to the Hawks, and welcome aboard it's just a much better experience having zero <laughs> zero expectations for the boston celtics keeping your expectations absolutely uh, at the bottom level
2: did you Burn read it? my text did you read my text i said you never nope okay good uh, enough said, nope that's said, okay uh co- <laughs> welcome to Simon sports show friday headlines
1: november 19th welcome to the show
2: That's just w-
0: just welcome aboard, Rich. I mean, I have zero expectations for the Celtics always. You're never brokenhearted. That's
2: fucking
1: bullshit, Bill. You were the first one to jump on the Jason Tatum is a superstar bandwagon.
0: Yeah, it was you the back- first into you're the writing
2: superstar who's the first to jump off <laughs> 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 no uh quickly my text was instead of the cookie thing because realistically no one's going to eat a jizz filled cookie uh that wasn't you and even I'm... a real bet i don't know why you're taking that
1: so seriously i know why you're the bottom but, of the but total pull of but now, now now you've ruined a... the joke for the rest of the celtic season we can keep now we can't keep sending gifts oh, no. of eating cookies oh, back no. and
2: forth Oh, no. You should Ooh, there's to- so
0: many funny ones that I'm just saving for lot. the right moment.
2: <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we, we can still joke about it, but listen to the song I sent you. Loser has to sing that song. No, that, that doesn't really work. Oh. God damn it. I'm just going to Oh,
1: no, I'm it just works. Gonna cut. I'm just going to cut the rest of that. I'm just no, going to no. cut it, everything it that Ray just said it works
0: the jizz right. cookie is a funny fucking joke that you just ruined it could have lasted 82 games okay cookie was a yeah. very funny thing that was going and you ruined it thanks ray
1: it's like listen
2: to thanks. the song i sent you boys you'll right. appreciate it
1: okay very good uh why don't you listen to uh some suds going down your throat at the white Birch brewery there you go
2: ray is uh what do you got there ray something a lot a lot more interesting
1: there it is, 11%. Drink responsibly. I'm time uh, traveling
2: tonight, baby. boy,
1: right out of White Burke, oh. brewing the best crap brewing in New Hampshire, Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray, address, please.
2: 460 Amherst Street. A good oh, side of Amherst
1: fuck. Street. Get on down to the brewery. Get yourself that 11% or drink responsibly. Get yourself an Uber. They're available. Uh, whatever Ray's doing, don't do. Uh, if you can't get down to the brewery, catch a game on the flat screen TV. <clears> they're <throat> beautiful. God damn it, Bill. Off. The- Sorry a little bit of professionalism off uh
0: sorry radio
1: game on the flat screen tv at their beautiful bar and their beautiful location bill won't be there in his pink <laughs> shirt i promise you uh, Salmon. you might catch him at your local beer pink. store because that's where you should go if you can't get it at get down to the brewery wherever you get it tell him the simple minds boy sent you white birch brewing speaking Dude, of the this shirt sure looks good on me fuck off yeah, you look skinny, Bill. Good for you. Thanks. Uh speaking of time traveling, uh, I like the fourth of, person
0: that's told me that lately. I appreciate it. This is it.
1: gonna be one of those fucking nights, isn't it? Uh-huh. uh-huh this is uh-huh. gonna be one of those uh-huh.
2: fucking nights. You didn't nights. see him fucking have another shot while you were doing the fucking ad read when I was laughing. It's at my
1: ass. the same. In my experience, one. shots take fifteen to twenty minutes to kick in. I don't know what kind of extra You curricular. can barely see his eyes. It's the
0: same one, you fuck. <laughs> Jesus
1: speaking of time travel I want to do a little bit of to Stradamus here we're recording on Thursday night however this is going to be released Friday so allow us to give you the results of the Patriots Falcons Thursday night game Patriots won handily it was a little bit sloppy but uh, Mac Jones was good not great the defense was smothering the Falcons fucking blow and uh, Matt Ryan should retire that pretty much sums it up yeah boys or do you guys see anything else Uh, Yeah, great. Nick Folk was on point tonight too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Four field goals. Sloppy game. Pages covered the spread at seven. Good, good for them.
1: Yep. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good defense. Raymond last night had a good game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Matt Matt Judon three sacks. Great game. Great
2: game.
1: game. Can I get your thoughts on Thursday night football? How how? Actually, Billy, this might be a good uh, question for you, uh, Rain Man. When did Thursday night football officially start? It was a long time ago. If my rec, like uh, ten years, right? Yeah,
0: it, it was uh, Gumble, Brian Gumble, who's the one that does real sports.
1: But what was the year? What season did it start? And wh- how do you feel about it now compared to when it was? And what's your overall thoughts on Thursday Night Football?
0: It's, yeah, it's probably been 10 or 12 years. But you remember before that, it was only two games a year. And now every basically every team has to play on Thursday Night Football. I fucking wow. hate it. I hate it. It's sloppy, sloppy, sloppy football. It was a longer than 12?
2: Uh, it's going on 26 years. I mean uh twenty yeah, the math isn't right. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna ask somebody else to check this.
2: Sixteen, sixteen years. Sixteen yeah, years. So
0: yeah, either way, but I mean it's I, I hate it. It's a it.
2: decade. I need time <laughs> traveling. The flux geez. capacitor is a little <laughs> fucked up right now. I'm sorry, boys.
1: <laughs> Steve Young was hocking it on Thursday night. Uh, yeah. Steve yeah. Young in a bucks jersey was fucking. Two thousand
2: six. November twenty third, two thousand six. Yeah, because well, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because
1: remember
0: Gumble called um, Brady's 50th against the Giants. He was on the call for that. It was like the NFL Network game or whatever. This is the type of information
1: that
2: not a lot of people have.
1: I don't know what the 50th what? Touchdown? How the fuck do you know that? Why and then to, Ra-
0: that? to Randy Moss, I'm telling, that was the game. It was the 50th and Moss dropped it to play before and boom, right back to him for a touchdown. It was because it was a weird broadcast. <laughs> it's right. so fucking stupid. But that's where how fan, that's how the, the um, Thursday night games, he was calling them for NFL Network because they were on NFL Network. When NFL Network launched, they're like, oh, fuck it, we're going to put games on it. It's stupid. I hate it. The human body, after getting your shit kicked out of you on the fucking field on Sunday, have to, especially the Patriots have to travel. Now on a Thursday night game, it's not, I mean, if you want to make earlier games, why don't you do a Friday or a Saturday game, make it a little earlier, but a Thursday night game, dude, give you, you got to give these guys where they don't even hit each other on on the practice fields. It's like a meetings and then walkthroughs. That's it. It's stupid. I fucking hate these games.
1: I like I like the idea that there's something to look forward to on in football season on Thursday. I think the product's gotten a lot better. I think teams and franchises have learned how to adjust um, they've certainly The broadcast has certainly gotten better. Uh, I kind of like it, yeah. Certainly, the football is not as good, but I think they've done a good, decent enough job, like either giving a bye before or bye week after. I guess that would be my they could do a better job of that, yeah. Try I, and I, I schedule a Thursday night game around a bye one on one side or the other, like or start, that would be- the
2: start Thursday night football when the bye start Obviously, have the opening night Super Bowl winner doing the uh Thursday night football is great. But then after that, don't start Thursday night football until bye week start.
0: One year they gave the Cowboys um, a Thursday night game before Thanksgiving. So they had back-to-back Thursday games. And then they had a big, like, that. a 11-day 11, 11 bye. I mean, it, I guess you get the longer break. So I guess it's like a mini bye, which is good. But the problem is the Patriots don't have a bye until, what, after Tennessee? Or yeah, but, after but point, G- this Buffalo? this is good for
1: the Patriots because they don't have a bye. And they haven't had a bye all year. But this is a little bit of a mini one. They get to go down to Atlanta, play a you know, in their case, it's lucked out. They're playing a lesser team, and they should be able to just kind of walk in. And, Another break and, for the Patriots and play. too. Jesus. And now they'll have ten days, then they'll play Titans, Bills, and get their actual bye week. So, yeah, I think it's know, better. Sometimes the schedule works out for you, but I think they can do. To Ray's point, I think you could do a better job of either waiting for the bye weeks to start up or scheduling it around bye weeks. Do what you do with just London. To give these guys a little bit more.
0: You know, when you when you're picked to play in London, you have that opportunity. You want your bye week directly after the London game or later on in the season. You have that option as a team, because I believe Buffalo bef- the year before chose not to or someone recently chose not to take their bye after the London game. So, I mean, they at least they should give you that option. Yeah. But the problem is, again, every team they wanted to stack. Remember, I think it started with a color rush. Remember when the color rush jersey came out? What, 2013, yeah. 2014? 2000- 12, that was when they started playing every fucking night on Thursday night. And then every team had to play the color rush jersey. It was just, it's just it's like money, another money grab. You're, you're watering down.
1: Yeah. You're watering I think it overall down. That, that that's true, but they've certainly got better with it. All right. Enough of that. Uh Let's get into uh, Bill's opening take here and get into a little bit. Baseball talk, a decent amount of baseball talk here middle in mid football. Hey, right. Take with a Thursday nap. Football going on. Uh, but Uh-oh. no, Ray. I would invite you to be a part of this conversation. As a matter of fact, fuck off, Bill. I'm gonna to go to you first, Ray. Uh, John you. Henry buys the Penguins. John Henry Ooh. and the Fenway Group acquire the Pittsburgh Penguins for around nine hundred million dollars. They were on the wait nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, nine hundred. No, we we're like nine hundred fifty or something. It was close to a wow. Million. That's for, a billion bucks.
0: I thought in this market, that's all right. That's a what steal. What
1: the fuck is the market for sports teams? What What's the market for, right? for a
0: team for a team like that? It's hockey. Well, they were on the it's brink of
1: hockey. Yeah. It, uh, 900 million for a hockey team is pretty fucking good. I mean, the only the only billion dollar teams in hockey are the original six. So in Pittsburgh's not one of them. So that's pretty good for them. There'll be a billion. I bet you they will be a billion dollar team within the next 24 months with the Fenway. Group how does
0: that teams. team go? How does that team go bankrupt?
1: Anyway, uh Raymond. Obviously, this is stirred shit up in Boston because John Henry is the owner of the Red Sox. Seemingly, he has taken a back seat in ownership of the Red Sox in terms of spending over the last few years. Even though they did win in 2018, and they have won four championships under his reign, we still have this irky, murky feeling about John Henry. And this just extends that he bought Liverpool about 10 years ago. He brought LeBron James in a couple a year or so ago. Now he buys the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Racing, team, and not only North America. But less than two hundred something miles from fucking Boston itself, Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, one of the biggest rivals of the Bruins, Ray? What the fuck is what the fuck? Is it,
2: does this guy just not give a shit? It's not associated with Boston. It's
1: just a money. What's this is not
2: good, no? Uh, he doesn't give a shit. And also, doesn't he own Nesson? John Henry 80, owns Nesson? Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Who's well, on the Nessun? Bruins okay, well, own on. 20. The Nesson thing,
1: the Red Sox own 80%, the Bruins own 20%. Bruins own 20. So, so I'm John just Henry saying, though, now you have- owns 20% of Nesson.
2: Yeah, so therefore In you're having a, a rival that you just bought and your programming has the Bruins on. It's this dumbest shit ever. It's like, so what happens during free agency and you have someone that you're looking after, it's between the Bruins and fucking Pittsburgh, it's just, you're losing money either way. It's just a, it's a dumb look for John Henry. He's just trying to play monopoly right now and buy a boardwalk and fucking park place and have all the assets. And it's just, it's dumb. I, Bill I don't be- understand it. Bill,
1: before you go, cause I know we have, you have a lot to say and I'm going to let you have a lot to say, but there are just conflicts of interest everywhere here. Of course. Um, let me start first from just a fan's perspective. The, the guy that owns your team in Boston, your baseball team in Boston, also owns the hockey team in Pittsburgh. Those two cities are rivals. We in hate hockey.
0: each other and football.
1: The same people rooting for the Red Sox are the same people rooting for the Bruins. That does it. Doesn't work business wise. Sure, it works. You can separate it. Different sport, different league, uh, different pl- different uh, spreadsheet. Sure. But sports doesn't work like that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an emotional grab. It's a, it's a visceral emotional grab. How are you going to look at that? And when the Bruins are playing the Pittsburgh Penguins, you're rooting for the Bruins. John Henry's rooting for the Penguins. He's got a Penguins cap on. But a couple months from now, he'll be wearing a fucking Red Sox. That doesn't, it doesn't vibe, baby. Sense. Does not vibe. Not to mention the actual business clash with <laughs> Nesson, which is real. Like when the Bruins play the fucking Penguins, John Henry is part of that deal. He's the majority owner of the fucking network. Yeah. So like, come on. what the- You know what I'm doing?
0: I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm the Bruins... I'm keeping my 20% stake and I'm selling my fucking TV rights at the highest bidder at local network. I'm jumping off that. And my hope is that John Henry starts playing Pittsburgh games and you expand Nesson out into the Pittsburgh area, Pittsburgh market. And now you have a bigger revenue stream for the Bruins on twofold. You have the the new TV rights for say, see who plays uh, NBC NBC sports, Sports. Boston say they jump in and play, grab the Bruins. That's probably going to be a, that's probably going to be a big fucking that would be a big mega deal right and now if john henry wants to expand nesting into the fucking um pittsburgh market to play pittsburgh home games because again he owns the fucking network and the team that's more revenue from another market for the bruins that's just going to be pouring money in 20 more percent pouring right in so it's a smart move for the bruins to get the fuck out but john henry's a piece of shit i've hated john henry for a while i believe i put him on the on my top four hated list i think was john henry and boston was john henry i don't care that you won four championships but you've seen it and i I mentioned in my take this Heim bloom bullshit there's a reason he brought in and it was to fucking stack prospects and do exactly what temper is temp is that you have 180 million dollar payroll i believe you're 30 million under the luxury tax don't expect Correa coming in. He wants uh, Francis Lindor money. Don't expect Marcus Simeon, who wants what, eight, uh, six years for 130. So it's basically what Xander has around 23, 24 million or 138, 140. Nope. Th- th- Big, big spending is over. John Henry's nine hundred fifty billion million million in a... No, it's bullshit. Conflict of interest is there. If I'm a fucking Red Sox fan, which I am, I'm bullshit. If I'm a Bruins fan, I'm fucking even more bullshit. A, like, this is what's the big problem with not the hometown boys owning our teams. Robert Kraft, Wick Beck, hometown guys owning our teams. Jeremy Jacobs fucking from Buffalo. And now John Henry from God knows whoever. He's just a owner assassin, basically. I, this Venus, is... I think. It's bullshit. Mr. Burns, he's from fucking Springfield.
2: Can I keep going with your point space. there? Let me keep going with your point because he also owns Liverpool, like we mentioned. Uh, Salah, who's one of the best strikers in the uh, Premier League, he's not getting paid, so he's doing the same thing with Liverpool. He's downsizing. He's not spending the money. is going to be one of the top uh, free agents going in Premier League right now, and he's just monopolizing. He's just buying these teams, but not like making them better. He's making them worse kind of. Like, All right, hold
1: like- on, though. Hold on. Look, Here's The money aspect, Bill, I'm not, I don't have the same concern of you on the money side of things. I do. There is a link with the spending that has gone on with the Red Sox and Liverpool and his NASCAR shit. If you pay attention to that, that I've heard that, that does that equate to, they've been pitching pennies to buy this team, but like anything else that you want to buy, like you save and then you buy it and then you're kind of liquid again. So, I'm not as worried about the spending. I would not be surprised. Thanks, Mr. Degree. If, I would not be. Thank you. I would not be surprised if the Red Sox went over um the luxury tax this year or maybe next year because I think the luxury tax, lack of spending in baseball is more about the CBA that's going on now. You actually.
0: want to bet on this year? I don't think it's not going to be this year.
1: Well, the, the CBA st- is still an issue this year and we'll talk about that in a second. So, I think that the lack of spending is more about that because the only team to go over the cap with the Dodgers this year. Every team stayed under. So, but regardless of that, outside of the money aspect, which I think could have an effect, it's just – it doesn't. It feels icky. It feels fucking gross. I don't want – it's the same thing I've told you about the Celtics for years when they were going after um, uh, Kyrie and um, – Durant. Durant or – and who the uh, fucking guy in L.A. Sorry, Ray. Uh, Kawhi. Uh, AD, Kawhi. letter, Oh, Davis. Anthony Davis. I didn't want to root for that fucking team. I didn't want to root for that team. They probably could have been good. They probably could have won some championships, but I don't want a mercenary championship. Like sports are about feeling good about what you're rooting for. So the fact that John Henry now has his paws in a team that is a direct rival of the, of the Boston Bruins who are in the same city just doesn't feel fucking right. This would be like,
0: this would be like Wick Rosebeck buying the fucking Jets or some bullshit like right. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's It's on the same old Jeremy Jacobs getting, like it's a football team. Right, I mean it's kind of, it's bullshit. John Henry buying the Jets is the same as him buying the fucking Pittsburgh uh Penguins. Yeah. It's a big it's it's bullshit. Like you can't do this. This is what mercenary owners is. This is why it's fucking bullshit. You've asked me asked a question on it. Hurt. It hurts the yes, sport. It hurts
1: because it's you're now monopolizing ownership across professional sports and they've already become too big business. I haven't played in a already long time but there. The Monopolization, please,
0: baby Jesus, John Henry, sell the Red Sox. Please, please. Oh now.
1: I don't think he can raise Jesus. Can.
0: Please raise Jesus. Sell All the right. Red Sox. Speaking of
1: the Red Sox, uh, Bill, and their spending this season. Let me give you uh the biggest, if not the only signings this year. There've only been a handful, and I have a question oh, as to why there are any, but let me give you a couple. Ray losses, uh, Condolences for you, Verlander. Staying in Houston with his, is this her mm-hmm. wife? Is Upton his wife? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, it's that uh, that nickel piece. Fuck you, though. <laughs> one year, twenty-five million, staying with the Astros. Jose Berrios. She's a, Barrios, a Raymond 10. ten. I'll give
0: her that. Raymond 10.
1: in Toronto, seven years, one thirty-one. Brandon Belt, uh, one year, eighteen million. If you ever heard of him, good for you. Erod, yep. Giants. Uh, you know, that one, five years, 77 million with the Tigers. Noah Syndergaard <sighs> Thor is going out to San Francisco for 21 million uh, for one year. And Andrew Heaney, one-year uh, reliever, eight and a half million to the Dodgers. Some of those names that you might not be familiar with is probably because baseball is dying, but also because there's only literally been six or seven signings in the offseason, which we kind of expected, Bill, because the CBA has been a big sticking point and Manfred came out. Before we went on the show, I saw a headline that he said there's a good chance that that the owners lock out here um, just to try and get some things moving and and move the negotiations. But the point is, they're going to lock out. Why? Why do you think these players have signed these deals? And why do you think a majority of them are pitchers? I have a thought, but why do you think?
0: Everyone needs pitching, you know, and it, it sets kind of, you're setting the market for pitching at this point, you know, you you, you saw Cole and all these guys going for fucking th- over $30 million. I thought that Barrios deal was a fucking great deal. And if I was the Red Sox, I mean, you didn't want to pony up the prospects to get them, but if you could have brought Barrios here in the, in the East on a seven year deal for, pretty cheap money. It was 140, I believe you said. So, I mean, that's that's a fucking
1: one, it's good... It's 131 for seven years. It's 18 per. And sorry to interrupt you, but let me, get, let me throw you my conspiracy to get a life loser at, at you for now. Mm-hmm. Baseball has moved drastically in a different direction in terms of pitching. The starting pitcher is not worth what he, was, what he used to be worth just three or four yep. years ago, right? Uh, Chris Sale signed a deal, which was probably one of the last deals of the real... Um, Garrett Cole... St- Garrett Cole, probably the best last big deal of starting pitchers. I think that these guys, the Berrios, uh, Erod, are signing the these deals at 18, 15 million per, potentially thinking, and maybe they're wrong, but potentially thinking that this new CBA is going to reflect uh, uh deals being better for relievers, the Garrett Whitlocks of the world and the closers, you know, these guys. That are going to be getting paid. I'm
0: shaking my head because I 100 agree because the 12 million dollars.
1: Yep. Your middle. The playoffs showed it. Rich. Paid 12 million dollars a year. Your starter is also going to get paid 12 million dollars a year. So these guys are looking at it saying, "Fuck! If I can get in at 18 or 15 per, that's a that's you know, I'm not gonna. I might not see that on the other side of this negotiation because the game is changing so drastically. That was my thought because you look at the list. Nobody's fuck. I didn't expect anybody to sign. You had a you had less than a month before the CBA ends, and you get some decent. Uh, it's really for me the Erod and the Barrios deal that really stand out, but then even Verlander and so- Syndergaard like uh Syndergaard are like
0: both coming up, both coming up, yeah. But, year both, not but also last year. Fuck yeah, also fuck both coming shit. also both coming up. Tommy John, I think I told you, Rich, two for thirty for Verlander from the Red Sox. I thought I'd feel comfortable there, but I'll tell you what, it would
1: have been two for fifty, so a little bit off, man. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean. But the I think pit, that's the, my point. I'm trying but to make. Fact, yeah, no, I know. And any I, of these pitches I, I that agree. can
1: grab something over what maybe they're anticipating the market value to be for starters, which is maybe 15 to to 17 or less than that, 12, yeah. 15, same as like. Well, I years. mean,
0: yeah, the nerds ruined baseball. You put me on the spot. I didn't know there's. Was- I wasn't prepared for this question, but no, like the relievers, Tampa Bay, like I said, 58% of their innings pitched since 2018, which leads the majors is by relief pitching. You look how they're playing in the playoffs again, fucking um, the Dodgers started a reliever two games in a row, game seven against. The, the Giants and then the fucking game one against uh, the Braves uh, five, I forget, I forget his name, Kubel. They started yeah. Neville Neville. They started Corey Neville to, uh, just because the, it's the, the nerds are ruining baseball. It's got, they're going to, they're basically paying starters to pitch five innings. That's all they're, Really through two, two, three times through the order. That's all it is, and that you make a good point. I mean, that's that's what right, it is. They're emphasizing all, they, it on relievers, which the relievers are going to start. Matt Barnes just got a fucking right. million dollars. Right, Jansen, Jansen from the, from the Dodgers. Video, uh, on Jansen from the Dodgers is up this year as a free agent. He's probably going to sign one of the biggest reliever deals ever. But at, even relievers already. It. This is
1: what I think, Bill. I, I like. I don't even see it as the closers getting big money now. I just. I think that. Owners are looking at it and going, you guys are using these pitches basically the same way across the entire board. Yep. Why am I paying this guy 30 million to pay, pitch five innings and this guy 2 million to pitch three innings? I'll pay him both seven and then let I'll pay this closer who, who closes every third game, depending on the matchup. I'll pay him seven, two. So let's keep it all in the, in the let's play them all fucking 10 and call it a day. All pitchers get $10 million a year. I can just kind (laughs) of see that negotiation standpoint from the owner's uh, side of the table and baseball having a hard time um, defending it with the way that they've changed the game or ruined the game, to your point.
0: So throwing his stats starting aside to the point you just made, Garrett Richards' bullpen stats, since they moved him in there at $10 million, in the scenario you laid out where money is going more to relieving, which is what we're talking about. Like, are you okay if the Red Sox brought him back for a two to three inning guy in the middle innings that could eat up innings at, at, at 10 million based on the mold you had, if he was already signed. Right. Raymond? So he's, he's not signed.
1: Raymond answer the question. Are you okay with bringing Garrett Richards back at that cost? 10 million? No. Absolutely not. Okay, well, I knew that was coming. My answer for you, Bill, is a question, and I know that you're not supposed to answer a question with a question, but you answer this truthfully as possible. Was Garrett Richards more valuable as a as a relief pitcher or as a uh, starter?
0: Probably a, re- a relief pitcher, based on what you what you tank down the stretch, right? You, you coll- collapse, sorry, not tank. You collapse down the stretch, but when you moved in, you got some stability in a lot of games and he kept you in a lot of games for those comebacks. Right? So, I mean, that's what you needed. That's what you wanted. And if the going right now for a guy that could pitch in the sixth, seventh, maybe possibly get you in the eighth, you know, limit your base runners. Few, you know, what Garrett Richards is $10 million might be the go- going rate.
1: I just go all right. If you, you were you were paying the max Scherzers and the best starters in the league for shits, call it 30 million. David Price got something close to uh 20, 30 million. Call it 30 million so we can do the math easy. They were expected at, in their best to pitch nine innings. Now, at their best, pitchers are expected to pitch five or six. So just cut the fucking price in half call it 15, and then the guys that come behind them, you cut that in half, call it seven, and then the guys that come behind them, cut that in half, call it five. Can Can't you not see the fucking nerds writing that out in a goddamn Excel spreadsheet and going, no, this is what everyone's worth. This guy mm-hmm. gets five innings. This guy gets three innings. This guy gets one inning. It's Billy Bean and
0: work. it's Brad Pitt and Moneyball. No, Brad Pitt and Jonah no Hill, Hill and Moneyball. No consideration
1: for a clutch and late. No consideration for coming in the ninth inning and Yankee Stadium bearing fucking down on you. No consideration for any of that shit. These are what the, yeah, it, it, it sucks. All right. We're Do you right know who, ju-
0: you know who just disproved that though? The world champion. Atlanta Braves. Thank yeah. you. Go ahead.
1: Take that, Salmon Boy. Uh, speaking of world champions, let's see if the Red Your Sox. Your mother loves there. when I wear this. Here's a little shirts. off-season plan. Uh, I took this from a couple places. I heard you, but I took this from a couple <laughs> places, mostly the athletics. So props to them. But uh, Red Sox offseason plan, some rumors, and just a little foreshadowing for what might happen. Let me finish all this throw, Bill, and then I will go to Ray Ask first. You and then I will let you finish, okay? I throw it hurts Ray's, anyways. Ray's going to say, yeah, that sounds good, and then I will let you go. Here's, here's the Red Sox offseason play. They're rumored on Javi Baez. That's a no. That's not, no. first of all, it's not going to happen. They're not going to do it. Marcus Semyon, let's just assume that all these things happen from here on out. Marcus Semyon to come play second place base. The Athletic to have a contract rumored at six years, $138 million projected. Then they have them Red Sox trading JD Martinez, shed some salary, potentially bring some bullpen help back. Then they have them signing Kyle Schwarber at four years, 70 million. That leaves about eight to 10 million left, which gives you enough room to sign a veteran pitcher. And they have them signing Stephen Matz, who they've been linked to for three years, 27 million.
0: Which, they just got linked today, too. They're going to stay in touch.
1: There you go. Uh, which would put their lineup at some, which let me go with the rotation first. Their rotation would look something like this Chris Sale, uh, coming off of Tommy John surgery, should continue to get a little bit better. Nathan Avaldi, who's my guy. Fuck you, Bill. Uh, Steven Matz, lefty uh, last with Toronto, three, four year A, something like that. Uh, Nick Pavetta, who's also my guy, fuck you, Bill, and then something between Garrett Whitlock, Tanner Hawk, and whoever else they want to throw in that five spot. Your lineup looks like Kike, uh, Kyle Schwarber, Bogarts, Devers, Marcus Semion, Alex Verdugo in left field, Christian Vasquez and catcher, and then... First base, we don't know yet. There's still no, it'll no be It'll there. be
0: Dahlbach with it'll a veteran. Dahlbach,
1: but you have yeah. caches coming up, so you're a year or two away. Oh, that.
0: God. He might be up by the all-star break next year. He He's is tearing,
1: tearing up. up tearing up the Arizona this Fall right field league right question, now. This right field is where I'll, I'll go to you, Ray, here. Uh, Saiwa Suzuki has been rooting to Saya. Say yeah, Say Say Suzuki, the Red Sox,
0: hey, oh, we can't go. We can't. Uh, okay, I'll
1: beep that. 27 year old uh, Japanese player, slash line at 319, 436, 640, 38 home runs, 88 RBIs, nine stolen bases. The last year in the Japanese league, projected four year, 4 million per. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with Renfro. So uh, I know Maz on uh, 98.5 has been high in this Japanese player. Raymond. Uh, I laid it out for you. You can see
2: it on the email. Your uh, initial thoughts on this Red Sox offseason projection. Uh, I'd rather go with more pitching because the pitching rotation uh, was the one that was the Achilles heel last year for us. So I feel like we need more starting pitching. I don't think Steven Matz is just enough. I think Simeon needs, uh, I don't think Simeon would be the guy. I think you gotta get more uh, fucking. <laughs> I think you gotta get more pitching help.
0: I hate right, how it comes ahead.
2: up like uh, a bill. I hate how it comes up like a bill. Oh, now.
0: you guys got apples now, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, I gotta, I gotta get them. me one of, I gotta <laughs> get me one of them. Yep.
1: Uh, Bill, uh, your thoughts on the uh, off-season projection laid out roughly?
0: I'm a big Marcus Simeon guy. His first year playing, he played 162 games at second base. First year full time at second base. You know, he, he want a Gold Glove there. I I think. He had forty six home runs, bad two sixty five. I think that's a perfect at uh, twenty three million dollars. I think that's a going rate. I I feel more, I like playing him with the power he has in a middle lineup. That gives you the flexibility to move JD. I mean, and then it gives you that option. W- w- what happens with Xander? Right, so Xander can opt out, and you have a a good replacement he's one of gold glove guy
1: in, one of these middle infielders down and mayor
0: you have mayor and he machado and seeger that he's been um linked to right now they're high on this kid you know hopefully you know they'll they'll bring him along solely. He's a high school kid but still like it gives you that blood, like you so richards a guy
1: to you, but you're talking about mayor the fourth overall yeah. pick last year yep yeah. his uh projections are Manny machado Corey seeger that type of player which is obviously a you know top of top of the echelon baseball player. Um, Yeah, I... I, I just like hold on the idea real of, quick
0: before you go, but with Bogarts can opt out at the end of next season. And if he wants to go the Carlos Carrera route, who just basically came out today and said, I want Frank Lindor money. I think fucking, I think Bogarts is gone. And if you can get Marcus Simeon at 23, 24, I'd probably be okay going up to 25 million with Simeon, just based off his power and his defense alone. And he can ship between second and, and shortstop. You let Bogarts kind of walk at that point And you just bet, you just move him to uh, shortstop, Hope. For fucking uh, York gets up here and hope fucking Jeter Downs can make that leap or you just have a stopgap in the Royal. But like, I think this right here is a huge deal. If you go out and get, get Simeon because defense is a huge need in your infield. Right now, and he's again a gold glover at two different positions. So yeah, I I I think that's the target.
1: I like the Simeon deal too for everything you're talking about. And he's young enough to be able to be a a bridge guy for he's 31.
2: You you got a
1: you got a ton of fucking you got a ton of talent in your system in the middle infield positions. Most of it projects the second base, except for the mayor kid. But even still, yeah. Can I ask you a question too? Price himself out of Boston and they don't want to pay him. I like Bogart's. I like Bogart. I think Bogart's is one of the best, if not the best show in the bigs. However, if he's going to want above 30 per year for a seven, eight year deal, as he moves into his mid to late thirties, then no, you have to say goodbye. You have to, you can't do that deal. Even if you are in the Boston Red Sox, even if, and I'm not even trying to stay under the cap, like the cheap buck and John Henry is so he can sign a back defenseman for his fucking pingers. Can I team. ask you
0: a question? Who, Just no names based off stats, 285, 30 home runs, like between 90 and 100 RBIs, or 265, between 40 and 49 home runs, 100 RBIs. Who who are you paying that 20 to 30 million for?
1: Well, I'm an old school man, so I'm going to pay the average, and I'm going to pay Bogarts, but I understand what you're trying to say. The power power runs baseball and i know marcus Simeon has a little bit more power than but, bogarts. all right
0: so so throw in the defense too a gold glove defense, defense is, bogarts is not tell me great what,
1: tell me what Simeon does in the playoffs
0: Yeah, you got a good point there yep
1: no, because I'm... bogart's in my point in in my estimation if bogart's was clutch if bogart's was money in the playoffs i'd pay him whatever he wanted but he has except for when he first came up in 2013 and he had seven at bats and was clutch in those seven at bats. He's kind of underperformed in the playoffs for the Red Sox, even through a couple World yeah, Series. He had
0: runs. one big, he had one big hit in this this postseason when they needed him most, especially Game what four, five, and six against Houston, where the bats went completely silent. I mean, when the
1: bats go completely silent for the Red Sox. Xander Bogarts is not the guy to bring them out of that which is a problem for me if you want $30 million a year.
0: But Simeon is because of the the, the pure power alone. Let's yeah, be real. For four, 46 home runs. I mean, when you're cold and you have power like that, it only takes one or two, right? Bogarts yeah. has the, but Bogarts is 20 to 30. Right, but Simeon getting up there close to fifty is—I mean—that's the benchmark. And again, the defense is huge on this team. When you have such a shitty third baseman in Raphael Devers, you can't—you—you you need consistent defensive play in your infield. Bogarts is—I would say—below average to average in that range as a defender. He's never going to win a Gold Glove. He's—he's he's more known for his offense. But a guy like Simeon can slide in at shortstop. Or second base in the power alone. His best year was in Oakland. He had 280, 46 or 48 home runs. So, let's I mean, let's put it there's... this
1: way um, I, if they sign Marcus Simeon this offseason, they're not getting rid of Bogarts or Devers in this offseason. I would expect an extension for Devers soon. I don't expect
0: which... any of it from my opening take. So,
1: well, we'll see. We'll see. But if they, if they were, you'd have a real lethal infield where however you wanted to place it defensively and offensively. You'd be looking good, and as a team that uh, was two wins away from the World Series, you should. The expectation for this team is another deep playoff run, especially if you sign a name like that and you bolster your uh, rotation, which, which was just laid out. They can do. They can do. Sim- and Simeon, thank you, The Athletic, for doing the uh, the grunt. You read
0: the same article, article. S- Simeon, Mats, and trading JD and going younger with with Schwarber probably puts you could legit put you in the world series just based off the teams last year. I mean, Houston, especially Correa he's gone.
1: Don't forget. You know, don't forget. Say,
0: You know, how I feel about them. Don't say- <laughs> Kenichiwa. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, you told us not to go down there, and then you went. You fucking we did it. Uh, Triple, and then you went down there. No, it's uh, all. That's enough baseball talk for now. You can either, you can either no, get an we'll, Ichiro we'll
0: get... or you get a Dice K. There's just so much in dice between. It was
1: okay. He was just hyped. The gyro Ball just hyped him up too much. It's all about a hype. You just got to keep the expectations low enough. Four at, four at four million per. Like this guy's got to bid like fifty and million. Ichiro, Dice K. Just come over. Or in you be could a, get another
0: cube and like fucking who's that guy that got that Rosie Castillo. Uh, Let's not, Cassia,
1: no, yeah, Ro- not Rosie. Be later. <laughs> uh, but before we get back in the Red Sox talk, which would be another day after the headlines, we'll be talking a little basketball. But before that, let us
2: please kick it over to the headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, Mitch Buchanan. Uh, Racer Thomas says the Patriots beat the Falcons handily on Thursday Night Football. They next take on the Tennessee Titans in Week 12. John Henry and the Fenway Group purchased the Pittsburgh Penguins in a move that will push John Henry closer to the Kyrie Irving than Big Poppy in Boston. The Celtics lose to the six and nine. Nice. Atlanta Hawks by 11. The Celtics shot 4. 43% from three. Jason Tatum scored 34 nice. points with nine rebond- rebounds and five assists. And um, a little teapot. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, they take on LeBron. Read it. Read it. They t- Read it. Uh, and I'm a little teapot short and stout. Uh, toot, toot. They, they take on LeBron <laughs> James tonight, but uh, he is questionable uh, for the game tonight. The Bruins have back to back games this weekend versus the Flyers and the Calgary Flames. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Mitch Buchanan. Fuck, I should have pre wrote. Ah!
0: <laughs> Hey, Rich. From now on, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you weird words every week, every before the show, and see well, if that's you not can fair. Mix Lou up.
2: gives you fucking word of the day <laughs> the all the time. The
1: that's not Send me the dude. word of the day from Lou, and I'll slip <laughs> them in.
0: I don't do that anymore.
1: Uh,
2: okay. I'm pour one up for Lou.
1: <clears throat> Speaking of what they don't do, the Celtics don't seem to win anymore or play uh, well since 2008. <laughs> um, this team, I don't know. <clears throat> You always slip one in, and I don't hear it because I'm talking. But I killed them. I killed them. This team was built. Oh my God! It's coming out of the no. I have beer
2: everywhere. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: It wasn't even that
1: funny.
2: (laughs) You said you killed Lou.
1: (laughs) Go ahead, Rich. All you real, real things make it funny. It's real. It's funny. Uh, the this the Celtics team. Look, this is what's bugging me with the Celtics team because the and we'll I'll I will um we'll track into the same conversation that it's always been is the Jason Tatum and not knowing how to win type of shit. But this is also something I've been saying for the last couple of years. This is going back to Brad Stevens, uh, to Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens. They've built this team to be a team that shoots a shit ton. They are on tracker They are on record to be the to shoot the most three pointers in Celtics franchise history. And through the first, however many games they have the worst three point shooting percentage. So one of those things doesn't fucking add up. I'm not, I know I'm not a math guy, right, man, but that doesn't add up. You want to shoot the most threes, but you're shooting the least percentage that doesn't, it doesn't vibe with me. I don't think it vibes. Let me
0: run this through my calculator.
1: Yeah. Jason Tatum, Horford, Smart Pritchard and Neesmith are your, your biggest three point shooters on the team. They're collectively 120 out of 410 three pointers. That's good for 29% behind the line. It's nice. atrocious. And this obviously is comes from this game against Atlanta, where if you watched it, they just, they didn't need a fucking shot. I think they shot 4% from the fucking three point line. Grant Williams is their best three point shooter at 40%. Grant fucking Williams. No, it's it's, it, it's so gone, out
0: on this team
1: it's gone beyond the point of out on this team like you how do you not don't have an realize identity. you don't have the fucking personnel to do what you're doing i'm i'm it, it makes me snip snap on the jays and like getting hard on them being hard on them and and being uh 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 you know critical of them because we watch the game and like Tatum has five assists this game and eight at nine assists, thirty-four points. And I get we're bad at Tatum because he's kind of ballless. But he's kicking the ball out. He's driving and kicking. He's getting doubled in triple teams and he's finding open guys. They just can't fucking make shots. If I was them, I probably wouldn't pass the ball either by the quarter through the season. I'd be chucking up shots to see if I can make it because I have a better chance of making it double covered than you have making it wide fucking open
2: because you suck. And quickly. that's the team that they've built. Quickly, uh, being Brad Stevens, he lived and died by the three last year. You bring in I who also is using this philosophy. Wouldn't you go out and get a three-point specialist for this team instead of getting Jason Richardson, and shit like that? Wouldn't you try to get like a JJ Redick, a guy that? He had no ones? money. I'm just saying, instead of going out and getting those Richardson that was you got,
1: 18 million. He tra- he made uh, he made trades. He made a trade for eight, uh, Richardson. He made a trade for Horford. Now, granted, no one wanted Horford, and Horford's been great for this team. He's not shooting great three-pointer-wise, but he's been great for this team. But the Richardson deal is a good point, Ray. Instead of bringing in another defensive specialist, which, fine, they've been great. defense.
2: retired,
0: though. You can't throw that out. He no,
2: saying, but give me someone. Let me
1: go back to this, like Bill. Him. Why don't you sink your fucking Dude. teeth into this? Gordon Hayward mm. for Miles oh, Turner and, you. McDuck- and McBuckets.
0: You I'm don't all think in, Mc- baby.
1: You don't think McBuckets... It could be a, a. That's the perfect guy in this fucking team, a guy that shoots over forty percent from three, that can just stand in the corner and wait for a pass and hit it. That's who Niesmith's supposed to be, best shooter in the draft.
2: He's shooting he like fourteen percent and getting nine minutes. And Pritchard's not doing shit either after being the uh, street league MVP, scoring eighty points or something. Never like liked that. him as a
1: shooter. He's a streaky shooter. He's a decent point guard, but he's a streaky shooter and a bad defender. I just
2: I I.
1: This Celtics team has a ton of problems. Here's the number one thing that'll fix it: Jason Tatum grows the fuck up and learns how to and learns oh. how to be a we'll try um, again next NBA year player.
2: We'll try again yeah. next year.
1: Jalen yeah. Brown in the same boat. That's the only thing that's really going to fix this team. But the other thing, it uh, and God damn it, I hate to say it, Ray, I hate to say it, but the fire Brad should have been all the way fire Brad because <laughs> the system and the methodology and the ideology of this team has not fucking changed, has not fucking changed. Nope. i may Duka Doka is doing, he's not playing his bench as much he's, and he's trying to, I guess, play starters to get wins, but, and maybe they're buying in on defense a little bit more, but they've basically built the team and said, we're going to win and die by the three. And that has never
2: worked for a team ever, except for the
0: works the, or Ray's mom. Shooters ever.
2: Okay. Come, by, come by March when the March madness is all said and done. And coach K is done. Uh, maybe the Brad, to well, Duke
0: his grandson like, just got arrested for DWI with like three people in the car and they all got arrested. It's some weird situation, but fuck coach he collapses on the courts. Carry on.
1: The defense has held the defense.
2: <laughs>
1: my, I'm going to mute. I'm just going to mute bill for this segment. Hold on. My greater point on the Celtics is <laughs> trying to talk. I told going to mute. You. The greater point for this Celtics team is I told you that they, I told you that they needed shooters and they didn't bring in fucking shooters. They're 99.3%. They've held their defense. uh, Defense has held the opponents to 99.3 points per game. The last eight games they are five and three, including two 19 point blows. A lot of people want to put that record at seven and one. If you didn't blow 19 point leads, but that's the fucking team that you are. That's the exact team. They They can't close.
2: and they've become a team that just can't shoot. And they've been and a known, team that's be like that on shooting. But that's been like that for the past, like, three years. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Just a different coach on the sideline. Nothing's changed. Same old, same old. You guys can't close. They have no balls. They're little bitches. They bitch at every call. Uh, Jason Tam's not a real superstar because he hasn't grown up yet. It's the same thing, night in, night out with this team.
1: Well, to back it up a little bit, it's from the bubble, right? Because they went to the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble, and a lot of people picked them to win, and they pissed away three games at the end with turnovers and bad shots to the Heat. Jason Tatum got blocked by Dwight Bosch. Uh, Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum were turning it over one-on-one at the top of the key. So they were really good up until the bubble, and it looked like they were projecting to be really good beyond that. And then you had the COVID year, which completely fell apart. And now the beginning of this year, which seems like they overcorrected a little bit and nothing has changed. To your point, Ray?
2: No, nothing's changed and nothing will change. The season's going to get worse, I'm not going to get better.
1: I, di- I disagree with that a little bit. But to my greater point, is what I. You know, well,
2: I- can I just say real quick to follow it up? If you keep losing, you keep having these shooting slumps. We've seen Jason Tatum just give up. He doesn't give a fuck. He's Sucks. All the, he, it's all about the me, me, me. So if he's not playing well, if this team's not playing well, you're going to see him moping around, not being into it, just being going through the motions. Kind of like a J.D. Drew in 2020 with the Red Sox. Just being there just so he can get paid. That's all he's going to be.
1: Yeah, I push back a little bit that Jason Tatum doesn't give a fuck. I think that he's certainly not intense enough to be the leader of a team even though he should be because he's the best player but I don't think he doesn't give a fuck but yeah I definitely see him checking out and I don't think that they won't continue to approve I think that they respect I may up until this point and they'll continue to try however if they continue to suck then yeah everyone's going to quit at some point in the NBA and that's just what happens that's just what happens in the fucking NBA
2: yeah that's smart, that's Bill, smart can, you,
1: can you stop Undermining the fucking show in your fucking pink shirt just because we're talking basketball and you have nothing to say. When Ray has nothing Salmon. to say for the first thirty minutes about baseball, he spits out his beer. I don't see him texting us bullshit and making someone else laugh. <laughs> That's, I right. That's right, no. Ray is a fucking easy target. We'll laugh. At I anything. did not
0: try to make Ray laugh. He just spit out his beer on his own. He's an idiot. You said you You're...
1: killed Lou.
2: That made me laugh.
1: You're a dumb fuck. Do not Here's hysterically
2: something. with why don't you your boogers out the of your no, nose. Why don't
1: you sink your teeth in, in to, uh, move into doing something different with this Celtics team before we move on to our simplest mind of the week? Uh, I'll give you some latest trade rumors and tell me what you like. This is the big one. Ben Simmons goes to the Kings. Deandre uh, De'Aaron Fox goes to uh, Philadelphia. And the Celtics, who have been rumored to this guy for a long time, they finally get Harrison Barnes. In return for that, the Celtics have to dish out Grant Williams, Aaron Neesmith, Josh Richardson, and a couple first-round uh, first pick. Also yes. out of the Kings, out of Sacramento, Marvin, Marvin Bagley has been rumored to be uh, on the move. Do you do that? Is that a deal? You go. Do you dish out Grant, Aaron E. Smith, Richardson in the first round for Harrison Barnes? No. Also, knowing that De'Aaron Fox goes to Philly, who was a who's in your way. Dude, that's, that
0: scares the shit out of me because I'm high on De'Aaron Fox. I you know, I. De'Aaron Fox. He's not the defensive guy that oh, Ben said. Not to interrupt you, because I know you haven't opposite. said shit about this,
1: but De'Aaron Fox is the perfect guy to put with Tatum because he's a guy that gives way too... He cares too much. He's a guy, he's an asshole he cares too much that could maybe push Tatum too. As fucking Celtics man. were
0: high on him too one year. when he, The year he came out, there. Celtics were real high and he didn't fall to them. I, I mean, I like it, but the problem is I don't want him going a Philly. No fucking way. And I think if the d- the deal that needs to be made is Marcus Smart. Everything, any deal that's made around the Celtics right now needs to get that fucking testicular cancer off this team.
1: I'll give you one. Uh, this, and this is a far-fetched one. And this is from, I, for, I forget the athletic maybe, DeJounte Murray and something else called um, the Spurs. Kayeda Bates. Yeah, out of the Spurs. Oh, in a Four, heartbeat. Marcus Smart, Aaron Nismith, and two first round picks, one of them in 2025, one of them in 2022. He I mean, knows
2: those guys. That's, that's, that's a no-brainer no,
0: deal. That's a yeah. that's a no-brainer, but if I'm popping, I'm like, yeah, go if 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 I'm popping Brad Stevens call me over that deal, I'm hanging up the phone and I'm gonna do what Toucher and Rich did to Rick Patino. <laughs> like okay. Sell that deal.
1: Let me give you let me give you the in-between then. Terrence Ross out of Orlando for Aaron Nismith, Grant Williams, and a second rounder
0: hundred percent because Terrence Ross can drop 50 off your bench.
1: Bingo. That's the deal. Give me some more. Po- give me some more fucking shooters and some more scores. Like this team is just has not been built to score. Like you think Jason Tatum and Jason Jalen Brown are enough to. That's not how teams work. You can't just rely on those guys to score. And no one else can fucking shoot. Let's not be. Let's not. Shorter's been good, but he's a sixth man. He's perfect as a sixth man. But he
0: yeah. should start over smart when Jalen comes back be
1: shipped to fucking Siberia.
0: But I, I like Tara Taras. He, he was drafted by Toronto. Those high hopes for him. He was a lottery pick out of Toronto and ended up in the magic. But I think he's got five or six 50 point games again. And that's the type of scoring you want. You know, you need you've seen that spark on the bench. Think about the Celtics side around in 08. You had Bibby house coming up about off the bench sam cassell PJ, pj brown went four for four in the fourth quarter game seven against uh lebron and the cavaliers let's not forget who won that game for the celtics was pj brown in, in the fourth quarter with eight points all right so um, i mean that's that that's the stuff you need off the that's the stuff you need on the bench terrence terrence ross makes my land stand stand straight up <laughs>
2: uh quickly though i saw another three-team trade it was between the timberwolves uh 76ers in boston uh, instead of sending Jalen Brown, I'd put Marcus Smart in that situation. But basically, we get Carl Anthony Towns. You ship off uh, Marcus Smart to Philadelphia. Ben Simmons goes to Minnesota. That's like the big names of the deals. You just throw in the pieces. Of other Isn't I Anthony
0: think- Edwards there, though? Isn't he a point guard?
2: No, he's a uh, small he's more forward. more
1: of a shooting guard. small yeah, forward.
0: Small
2: forward. I, I, Anthony Edwards
1: okay. is fucking awesome. But, but don't they have a guy like big, that?
2: We need a big over here. I don't think D'Angelo Russell, right? Here's what Robert Williams isn't the guy. He is injury prone. He can't even stay healthy all year. He already has a bad knee already early in the season. He's not going to make the whole season. You need a big that can stay out there.
1: Here's what you, I'm tired of the. You need. Do you think Brown?
0: That. Do you think Brown, Tatum, and Towns is a good good three? No, they're
1: pussies. Here's what you need. Here's Fact. what you need. You need a set of fucking balls to slap Jason Tatum across the cheeks with them. That's it. And I don't give it to a fucking big. I don't care if it was a point guard. I don't give a shit. Then you build the team around that. You don't have it. You had You're that. Reliant you had on... Marcus Morris here. Marcus Morris is not that guy. Marcus, you need a, you need a Damian Lillard. You oh, need a guy
2: that's better than Tatum. Better is what saying. Bradley, Beal.
0: Balls. Bradley Beal. Bradley oh. Beal.
2: Bradley
0: do you think Beale, oh, can I I getting Bradley Beal on the Celtics makes Jason Tatum go from budding superstar to superstar because that's their, that's their. Uh... Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Get I,
0: I, will gi- I will get, I will,
1: I will lean to that. I will give you, I would trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal at this point. Cause I think Bradley Beal um, will can bring Jason Tatum to another level and doesn't,
0: I've been saying it along those two Bradley can't play Bradley Beal with the
1: ball in his hands is way better. Is better than Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown combined. So you want a closer? Bradley Beal is the guy. He led the fucking league in scoring. You just watch a couple of those Celtics Wizards game. Watch what Bradley Beal does with the ball and you go, holy shit. How do you make that shot? You never say that about Jason Tatum unless it's a step back fadeaway three that he's shooting 28% from
2: right now.
0: Yeah, Jaylen you better Brown hope they start losing
2: Jason Tatum, But but they're never start losing.
0: Play. They are losing the wizards. You fuck. Oh,
2: the wizards. Cause, yeah. They're... Cause
0: Bradley Beal is going to be a pipe dream as much, but you know, they, they start talking Unless to the Olympics way out,
2: which yeah, is because they
0: stayed...
1: they're winning.
0: Yeah. They started talking to the Olympics. I mean, that was the time. That's what we hoped, right? Jason Tatum, start fucking recruiting. I always said, Jason Tatum's going to get recruited. You know, I thought that was my biggest fear I agree and it, it's coming to true now. I mean, J- it's either Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You need to figure out who you're going to keep and who you're going to build around. And the buzz around the league is Jason Tatum. I don't think Jason Tatum's long for Boston. I wouldn't be surprised in the next year or two, he starts forcing his way out. I really do. I just don't think he wants to be here. I think he's going to fucking don't be surprised if he, he wants to link up with one of his boys, you know, he's getting into that LeBron circle, the Kyrie circle. Like that's, you know, he's getting that fucking ego in his brain and i i at this point i've always said tra- trade Jalen brown but your biggest return is going to be jason tatum and it, so i mean at some point if he's going to start forcing his way out you might lo- want to look to to maybe move him sooner or later and just blow the whole fucking thing up
1: yeah you can't build it you around can't him. you can't you just have to hope that these guys get it and they stick around that's all you have to hope that's it that's all you have okay, well, that's all you have you can't trade Jalen and Jason. You just have to hope these guys figure it out. They stay in Boston. Uh all right. Before we get into our, Man, these round, Amazon
0: 4K cameras are fucking incredible.
1: Back to basics <laughs> is incredible as well. Uh go to back to com. That's B A K, the number two basics dot com. Get yourself uh whatever you need. Whatever you need. Shitty shoulders, shitty dog, good night's sleep. Get yourself whatever you're looking for, uh, and Dr. Tom will send you a personalized email and help you figure out the best remedy for all of your ailments. If you're looking for a medical marijuana card, this is the guy to go to, Dr. Tom at backtobasicsllc.com. You get a free sample, free, with every purchase that you make. Go to backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, basicsllc.com. Boys, we're gonna end the show on the simplest mind of the week for a little bit of laughs. Some these simplest minds of the week that you guys send me are not that funny. They're they're like very dark and cruel. But what? this one this, this one, is the simplest mind, Ray. You sent me this and this is a simplest mind. And this could be a 30 mm. year simplest mind based on the shit that he went through and feel free to chime in. Cause I didn't write a whole lot down here, but Scotty Pippen has been in the news this past week. He has a memoir or a book coming out and he's called Michael Jordan. Uh, he ruined, he said that Michael Jordan ruined basketball and LeBron James is all that basketball is about. And he's the goat and kind of went off on some other guys. Charles Barkley has clapped back at him couple of guys, a couple of you know, NBA players have tra- clapped back at him. But Scottie Pippen going in on Michael Jordan basically as a spite play after uh, the docuseries on Netflix, or was it ESPN, um, ESPN. last year? Uh, Both. Is- what this Last guy days. also doesn't he have some shit that with his wife wasn't his wasn't there a problem Yeah, his, her, his
0: wife meant fucking other young NBA players. One NBA Scotty player left left his up. pregnant wife for him. Fuck dude, up.
1: smoke show.
0: Raymond. Oh Priscilla? Is that uh, her name?
2: Um, uh the other thing too is I don't know if you guys saw it, but he was on Good Morning America talking to Michael Strahan. It basically says, you know, everyone talks about the flu game, but no one talks about how I slipped my disc and you know I still went out there and battled every night. And it's like this guy. I didn't know CTE was big in basketball until I saw, heard Scottie Pippen talk about how Michael Jordan's not the GOAT. He, he also sat s- out
0: half a season because of that back surgery and got surgery right before the season started. Sat out half because, of, 90, because of a contract in ninety seven, I believe Jordan's last title. So <laughs> let's be real, Pippen, you're you you're the one that signed that stupid deal. What was it, seven years for fifteen million dollars? I <laughs> believe was his first big contract. And fuck him, fuck Scotty Pippen. He's just trying to stay relevant. He's trying to keep his name up there. Why his fucking his wife's fucking making other NBA married NBA players. Leave it. to you
1: you You're trying to get paid. Wrote a book on the money. heels of uh, what the fuck was the documentary Last called?
0: Dance. Last Dance, you dummy?
1: Sorry. Right, you trying to get last, paid dance. The heels of the last Dance. They also there's a bunch of uh articles now that comes out. There's a there's a tweet that has Michael Jordan winning an MVP in 97 and handing it to Scotty and calling Scotty Make Hughes it quick. MVP. Let's go. And uh I just I uh, yeah, Scotty Pippen needs to just shut the fuck up. Like you are just not doing yourself like any Bill. favors dude He's never gonna win. He's never gonna no. win this. You're I mean, never gonna it, turn people. He's making himself
2: look like an asshole.
1: Yeah, like it. You're oh, going it against. You're going against Michael, dude. Like no one fucking. You're, you're not gonna win. You. You're not gonna win. Not to mention your career without Michael sucks. sucks.
2: Yeah. How do, you, how do you do in Houston? Terrible.
0: With other hall, with two Terrible. other, three Terrible. other Hall of Famers. What was it, Clyde? Average third, Chuck and um, Hakeem. Olaju. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he went, mention, Bill he went to Portland. went to Portland.
1: Henry Ruggs continues to be an asshole or his lawyers continue to be an asshole. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, Henry Ruggs
0: lawyers is trying to get the firefighters uh, text messages because his lawyer claimed that the reason the woman and her dog died was because they waited 20 minutes to extinguish the fire. So th- what a scumbag fucking move. Not even sit as mine,
1: just a fucking prick. Uh and then just this is mine that I gave you. <laughs> Staple Center is being renamed to the crypto.com Arena. Just
0: largest largest licensing deal in the history of sports.
1: $700 million over 25 years I think. Uh Staple signed a lifetime agreement that got bought out. So no agreement is uh, is good ever.
0: Just crypto will go bankrupt watch it. Crypto will be, be something is just weird.
1: Fucking, the Staples the Staples Center even if it's Staples, which is a dumb company to be named after, it's become iconic. It's been around since '99. The Staples Center, yeah. it's in L.A. The know. Staples Center. That's where you know what the Lakers. Now play. It's a That's the like, Crypto.com Arena. Fuck you. You add I syllables think, um, and you change the name. Fuck off. I'm not doing that. It's the Staples Center.
0: Kobe's old lady Vanessa said it. You know, Kobe and the Staples Center. It's all will be. It's all we, it's always will always be the same. All right. Oh, this is so the third time. I couldn't spit it out.
1: Headlines. November 19th. We'll <laughs> see ya. We'll see you on Sunday for early
2: lines. Maybe. We're... Maybe.
0: Can we Maybe rush they're... through it in 15 minutes? Already started
2: digging a hole. <laughs> Bye-bye. <Yeah>. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> I couldn't spit it out. That's what Ray's mom says Damn every it. Wednesday. Damn it. That's
2: where I was going <laughs> to okay, go. Well. Damn it! Okay let was going with that? Son of a bitch.
0: I didn't have time to change. I just got home. Thank God you moved to seven. I would have not made six.
2: Well, it's your, it's your life, baby. We just do what we, we yeah, want. To you know, I, I uh, foresaw fuck that. you.
1: Richard moved it. I foresaw mm. that coming. You know, I am the producer of the month's Sports uh, Show. Executive no, no. producer.
2: Mm-mm. You were knighted.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's true. I was knighted. By a dick on my shoulders, uh Bill. You wear that? That's your work attire. This is what I wear, yeah. Get away with the uh, with the ink on the on the arm at work.
0: Fuck okay, yeah, dude! Plenty of people are tatted up there.
1: Yeah, I just nice. wear. I, I bought Northern some Massachusetts. like Massachusetts. You wouldn't get away yeah. with that down, in, you know, the likes of Mississippi, where uh, they let the Brett Farms of the world get away with welfare fraud. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what a tool! But no, I mean, I just got fucking just normal pants on. I just don't wear jeans. Prove
2: yeah. it. You're not wearing pants.
1: <laughs> Nice dick. Call
2: that a dick? I like the thrusts. Your the thrust mother thing. does every other night. <laughs> Layup line. Damn Lay up it, up line. Raymond. <laughs> how are you, Richard? I am great.
1: Which oh something a lot more interesting there? Yeah, that's nice. Small batch, eleven percent. Wow. So Everyone's good. feeling good. Not as good as me. No. Oh, what
2: a cut! Yeah,
1: we'll cut. have to blur that out because none of these are our. Well, one of them's our sponsor. Mine is so, but you know, I live five. That fireball, miles
2: away. that fireball and yeah. high noon. That bill's popping right now. is definitely. Ooh,
1: not... okay. Well, why don't we
2: go ahead? Uh, what do we go ahead?
1: And it's not Steve fireball,
2: rolling.
0: you fucks. Uh, you we got an hour and a half. Clear <laughs> you, dick. For game oh, time that is and, gone. Uh, Sorry. Oh, oh, I'm just sipping on it. I'm on fucking vacation. <laughs>